let's start with the recap. What happened last session? We crashed the ship. <laughs> yeah. You were able to fly a centuries-old ship momentarily. Yes. And then we crashed it. It was a pretty smooth crash. It could have been worse. Found a lockbox that was stored away in the ship. Yeah, you found Alfred. Yeah, we found Alfred. Found a little robot. I had a moment with it, and then... Somehow turned it off. Animus caught by having a moment that was like, what's going on with that? What's up with that? Mm -hmm. And so, led into an interesting conversation later on, but we were able to get it out of there. Um, Bells kind of picked up and carried it. Yeah. They met two people. They came with um, brought us like two vehicles to come back with, but they kind of checked out the ship. Yeah, they're part of the salvage team, just, you know, running diagnostics, checking to see anything that needs to be repaired, just so, you know, you want to make sure the ship that you're hauling off of a planet isn't about to explode or something. I mean, it did crash, so probably good idea. Yeah, just, you know, making sure everything's, you know, good and stable and not gonna, you know, accidentally kill anyone or send anyone. Yeah. So, I believe we left off, you had taken it back. Stavios is still in negotiations. I think they might have actually been momentarily borrowed by Malachi to help with some other side negotiations. Because Malachi was looking to set up a deal with basically like a workforce contractor and Stavius happened to know the person so they volunteered hey I can help with that so that is what they are doing now and I think you're still in the cargo bay and the cargo bay door was open so as you're standing around you hear this rumble of what sounds like thunder someone comes running up on the salvage team a Promethean and says hey so looks like there's a storm about to hit the Goliath says it's gonna be here in a few minutes not enough time to get everything out but it shouldn't take too long for it to pass they're thinking maybe activate the shields we should be able to protect all of the valuables that we can't exactly get at least protect the basilisk Everything else should be fine in the hangar. Second nods. Oh, certainly. Now activate the shields. About how long do you think a storm is going to last? Uh, Goliath estimates uh, about an hour, hour and a half. They'll be keeping us updated. Doesn't look too bad, just enough to make it a little dangerous to get off planet. And the person runs back off, and Spectre says, Oh, looks like we're going to be staying here for a bit. Do you want to see if maybe they can go on the cutter and see what they found? Oh, I know I want to. Alright. Figured it's about lunchtime anyway, so we can just invite ourselves over there. Makes more sense than all dining on our ship. Inspector just is like, oh, Come on, wait at the and she'll head off. Nope. Okay. As you step outside, you hear the humming and thrumming of the shields, which look like they might actually be able to keep the rain out. But just something you haven't seen before. You imagine this is not commonly a commonly used ability, but it certainly is a very useful one. And the cutter also has its shields up, and it, it's like two bubbles 
kind of merging together. And you watch as it kind of evens out into a single bubble, which covers the basilisk. Still got a couple of people running checking diagnostics on board, and what are y'all gonna do? Do we need to, like, let the others that are still at the basilisk know that there's, like, a storm coming? Or have they been notified? They were able to somehow get the basilisk closer, so it's under the shield. That's up, so they're pretty close by. That was fast. (laughs) Well, we did walk. That's true. Yeah. And they did have the fancy hover bike things. They know what they're doing. What does the storm look like? Can we see the storm through the shield? Is it like just a kind of rainstorm? What does it look like on this planet? You can see there are, or it looks like, dark clouds on the horizon. And seeing the occasional flash, but it looks like the flashes are staying up between the clouds. You can see they're brief, but they're faint colors in the flashes that you've never really seen before in lightning. Could be something to do with the atmosphere up at that level. Fascinating. It's beautiful. That sounded really sarcastic the way I said it. I did not mean for it to. (laughs) (laughs) It did sound kind of sarcastic. Anima, have you seen stuff like that before? I mean, I guess it's new to me. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe. Excellent question. I have no idea. I don't know anything. (laughs) Don't ask me things. (laughs) I don't either. I just see things and enjoy them. You've worked jobs on other planets, so maybe, and... So what are y'all gonna do? I'm down for whatever, so whatever you guys want to do, I'm down. We know we got that invite, so we probably just go with that, I guess, but... Hmm. It's up to you guys, whatever you guys feel like doing. So you used to stop us making decisions like that, so I'm just like, you know, let you guys do it, because... <laughs> they usually make the decisions anyway, so, you know, makes it easier. I mean, I'm good with going. I'm fine with doing something else. Anima, do you have any particular opinions about going? I have generally no idea what's going on right now. Weather has your ship grounded for about an hour. Yeah. I mean... You can always watch a storm. I mean, we should be safe inside this, like, you know, with this, so... You got a bubble. No. Yes. The shield's being on for about an hour or so won't cause an issue with us getting back to the Opal Star, correct? The ship has enough power or fuel to do both? Yes, that should be no problem. We may need a momentary five-minute cooldown for the systems, depending on how long the storm lasts. But it's our systems are designed to be rather hardy in situations like these and we do have emergency energy sources for if we need a faster takeoff time what about for lightning strikes I don't know if what these shovels are made out of would be metallic in a way that would draw the lightnings I don't want to say attention but you know, there are some materials that do draw lightning, others not so much. Our ships are designed to handle and disperse energy if we come into contact with it. 
Also, you are on the Opal Star right now. I thought the ship couldn't land on the planet, so we were in a shuttle. No, the Opal Star was able to land. It's the Goliath. Oh. Like, the giant freighter that couldn't land. That's why they said, like, the Goliath is tracking the weather, because they're, like, way above, and they're like, by the way, there's a storm coming. Y'all might want to... Okay. Okay. So, yeah, you are currently on the Opal Star. I'm fine with going over to check it out, so... I guess I'll see you guys there if you want to join. Sure. I mean... Make some new friends, see what they've been able to figure out so far from what the information they've gathered. Yeah. We can't do anything for Alfred right now, so... Nell's still scanning, and you, you see two of the little ship spots have come out and are standing around it and assisting with the diagnostics. Because the ship has a variety of small little bots and not just the Roombas. <laughs> Is there one with a knife taped to it? I think we said there is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one's still in the mess hall. I see. Since someone else is in there, it's currently terrorizing all of the other <laughs> kitchen robots. No one has been able to catch it to remove the knife. Not even Tally. Tally put the knife on it. Was it Tally or was it Farida? It might have been Farida. Now, fair to put the bow. Back to the thing. So what are y'all doing? Oh, right. (laughs) We were doing a thing. Yes, we were. Are y'all gonna go eat, or are you just gonna be (laughs) antisocial? I mean, not antisocial, we're together, technically. Yeah, sure, yes, we're gonna... I think by said we're gonna head to the ship, so I mean... Okay. I mean, no one's forcing... To the... What was it? The Crusher? It's the Crimson Cutter. Crimson Cutter. I don't know why I want to call it the Crusher every time. Cooler <laughs> name. I have no idea. Concerning just... name. <laughs> it is. It's it's a weird. It's a weird thing that my brain's doing with this particular ship. You're thinking of a different ship that's part of a different company that collects and can like gathers space debris and. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Because that's definitely a thing. Interstellar trash pickup. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds pretty garbage. So let's go then. I mean, if you guys want to stay here, that's fine. But I'm interested to see answers. I'm going. Let's go. Okay. If you are going to go, you should probably go now. I believe they are starting to serve food. Yeah, but it's a good food, though. So I mean, I guess we'll see. It is food you do not have to fix. Doesn't mean it's not good, though. Could be terrible. I think at this point, Vi's leaving. <laughs> yeah, we all just walk. Vi's like, okay, bye. Vi's going. Vi's gone. <laughs> yeah, and Vi, as you walk out, you hear... It almost sounds like a crackling sound way above you. When you look up, you see rain is starting to fall, and that crackling is it's um, hitting the shield. Hmm. It doesn't seem to be having much of an effect on the shield. It's just that that's just the noise that it's making. That would be an interesting uh, idea for an umbrella. Does hmm. mm-hmm. it look cool? Like, is it is it change color at all? Just like what is it? What color is like the the shield? Does it change color when the water hits it at all? Or no? It, it's opaque, and I'm gonna say like 
the side of the shield that covers the cutter, it doesn't really have much of an effect other than sometimes you can see like a little white starburst almost. But on the opal star side, you can see like there's these little splashes of color. Especially when it starts to rain a little harder, it looks like half of the shield is just a rainbow explosion. Let's take. That was Tally's idea, wasn't it? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but Spectre didn't veto the idea. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm assuming Tally didn't, like, go renegade and decide to put a random rainbow. Uh, she may have, but Spectra let it happen. Because she's okay. like, All right, you then. <laughs> I like it. Does it affect the shields? No. Okay. <laughs> it's very entertaining. All right. You see several of Malachi's people just stop and stare at it as it starts doing that. <laughs> and then after a couple seconds, they shake their heads and go back to what they're doing. I think it's so far it's just Solara and Bellarun the two Kesh are still out do, um, checking some more things on the Basilisk, you know, like, checking to make sure the structure is still sound and running some last readings to make sure everything is not about to turn on. Mm, yeah. Just, just double checking, everything's stable, good condition, we can go eat lunch. Engine's not gonna explode or something. Yeah, making sure everything is all the way off. That there aren't any other surprise robots. Hmm. So y'all go on to the Crimson Cutter. Cargo base down on that as well. There are crates stacked up. You see, there is a Valna. Got short, dark fur, and then now when you come in, it says, Oh, are you part of the Apple Star crew? Yeah. Nice to meet you, Calgrod. Cargo manager, I believe everyone's in the mess hall, so if you go straight down this hallway and then second door on the right. Okay. Thank you. Nice to meet you. And thanks for your help with this. This is awesome. Yeah. And we could hardly believe it ourselves. Although, much more cargo than I estimated us carrying. Well. You see Scott Tablin is, like, typing in numbers and nice to meet you as well. I'm I'm Vi. Nice to meet you. And your names? You can still be Bal, it's fine. Anima. Pleasure just to meet you all. I'll be joining you in just a second, just adjusting some calculations. Might end up being to get more fuel for the next leg of the trip, but that should be fine. We've got room in the budget for it. He's just kind of trails off and starts muttering to himself a bit like he's doing mental math Partly out loud. I really can say some numbers to try to throw them all. That's the best way. He switched about the language he's speaking in. He's speaking in his native language, so. But th- there is a quick, like, glance in your direction. And a smile. Before he goes back to what he's doing. Okay. You're going to have to try harder if you want to trip me up. Okay. In that case, I use my expansion. Electromagnetic pulse to shut off his tablet that he's using as a old bag. So, well, actually, it wouldn't affect Anima, right? That's the reason why I wouldn't use it, because it's 
As an action, you unleash a pulse of energy from your harness, directly affecting all automatons and constructs within range. Each of these targets within 30 feet of you. But I think I can kind of choose it, so... You're going to use a spell to mess with this person. Yeah, that's a rig expansion, so telling it's not a spell, it's my harness, my rig, that, that's uh, coming off of, so... Not really a spell, just, um, to my, uh, my rig. So yeah, I mean, I don't think we're going to combat, so... And I'll do it as we're walking by, so it'll be kind of like a little short circuit, like a little zap, so... If you mess with this man too much, you might. <laughs> He's just trying to get his work done so he can go eat lunch. Fine, okay, I won't then. I mean, he's going to say, like, what I messed with me, so I'll just, you know, but I won't. I'll save that for later, the next time we meet him. I have just an entire group of Chaos Gremlins, and then there's Anima. <laughs> yeah. So far hasn't gone full Chaos Gremlin, but yeah, we'll see. So you see Malachi in there, you see there is what appears to be an older female, El Dore, and Malachi introduced. This is Lustrous, my partner, and she wants pleasure to meet you all. It's always pleasant when we get to work with others, especially when this one, funny Malachi, doesn't get to go tromping off through the woods. He always gets into some kind of trouble. Feel free to help yourself. She points to there's a variety of food thing, kind of like picnic lunch. So there's sandwiches, pot of chili kind of stuff. So we'll go through and eat some. Be like, well, good thing Stavis isn't here because I don't think they would try any of it. So probably for the best. But yeah, I'll just grab some stuff. I'll just have packs. I thought it's good. Grab, 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 grab. Then sit down at open spot and start eating. I think you see Spectra and Tully have already sat down. They have played their talking back and forth. And Tully's just like, I know there are so many people who aren't going to believe we actually found it. We found the basilisk. That's nuts. How many bites did you have on that? Spectra's like, uh, I may need to go back and check my records, but I know for the fact I at least have one about what when it came to what the settlers were doing. And I believe I might have... I need to double check if that was actually an official agreed upon bet with that Blair about what, how long it would take it to be discovered. Because I think I might have won that one. Just need to do the math also on when we made that bet. It could get tippy. Oh, hey guys! Y'all did a pretty good job! Pretty big ship. I mean, it's kind of hard to miss. Apparently harder than you would think. It wasn't a cave for a few centuries. No, really, we found it pretty well. I mean, I don't know. I mean, went out there and found it, so I think it was that hard. There was a giant gem lizard sitting on top of it. Yeah, well, I think yeah. we took something's home, actually. No, there was no nest, actually. Yeah, still, but could litter, I mean. But it could, but how do we, do we know those creatures even make nests, though? I mean, I don't know much about those kind of all those kind of creatures, so... Do you just like sitting on metal? And sleeping on metal? Yeah, it actually means I've it quite a bit, so yeah, I don't mind. I mean, you get used to it. Sometimes you gotta sleep, you gotta sleep, so... As long as you have a cover over your head, metal's not so bad. Yeah, that's true. Also, I highly recommend trying to bring a nest of anything onto the ship. Nell will rat you out in a heartbeat. Bring a what on the ship? A nest of any kind of creature. 
Do not try and bring creatures onto the ship without permission. No, we'll rat you out. Yeah, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Rat. She certainly will. Well, if we find an animal now, we made it a challenge, so... Although... Yeah. We'll see. <sighs> see, Spectrus just taps a little thing under Sam unit and puts it back down. So, unfortunately, as you can tell, bit of a delay, but... The good news is we may be able to get some decryption done on at least some of the basic entry and exit logs to figure out how long it's been since someone was us at the hangar. Put that together with some other information we've got now working on it as well. We may be able to start piecing together where everyone went. Sounds good. Which I believe Anima, your friend that you told us up would be very interested to hear those answers. Maybe, I mean, most likely, yes. I mean, your friend Relic, who is absolutely, who is low-key obsessed with the basilisk with little. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought we were talking about, uh... Kai. Me too, I thought, yeah, yeah that's I was like, like Scarecrow Man. Yeah, Kai. Uh, Kai. Who yeah, is that's a, that's probably stuck Kai. back in that cave. Yeah. Yeah, with the with the dead bugs and the dead lizard, crystal lizard. Well, at least we got something to eat now. I mean, bugs can definitely a little bit of protein. I mean, looked like mostly edible until it passed the carapace. So, at least he's got something to snack on, and you know, a nice little cave now. And he seemed to survive out there pretty well for long. So, I mean, assume they're okay. Lustrous pipes up. Well. The senses on the Goliath have been able to start tracing him now that we know more or less where he's been, so we're keeping an eye on him. Oh, he will love Just that. Be careful. Can you not do that? I mean, is it possible to maybe not do that at all, by any chance? <laughs> all of us are like, hmm. Hmm. Just keeping an eye on his general area so when someone comes to collect him and take him somewhere, he can have some connection to society. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, if he's there, I mean, if he's okay being out there, I mean, does, did he, I don't know if he said he wanted to get off when we last spoke to him. I mean, if he's okay, I mean, do you guess it's gonna be like by force kind of thing? Because he knows how to, he can, he can throw down, so I mean, may take kind of a, uh, quite a few of you if you want to wrangle him in. I mean, he was interested in researching more, so he kind of can't do that on a deserted planet. I mean, I think he did pretty well, things considered. I mean, yes, he was a little, you know... Intense! There's also certain things that he is now further interested in researching that he really can't research on this planet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as long as you... Start with that. As long as you start with that to get him, start bring that up. Not just yes. rant you, but yeah, bring that up and that should, yeah, that's a good yeah. point, guys. It'll, that would definitely help. Do not bring up nano machines. Oh, why not? But they're so cool. He believes they are in the water. Yeah, let us know it's... they're already in our bloodstreams. Oh, he's one of those. You would be surprised. Apparently that's apparently that's a common paranoia coming out of the Federation, which is really concerning. 
I mean, how do we know they're not, though? I mean... I mean, I did don't... some tests while we were in there, so... And you see, like, Spectre just... You hear a thunk as Spectre kicks Cal- Tally under the table. Ew. What? Spectre just gives her a look. Because, Val, you've... This is your first time hearing that they were there. That Spectre and Tally were there. And the Federation. And Bob probably just let it slide. He's not, like, thinking that. So he'll be like, okay. I was just like, okay, Federation. This is when I put two and three together. So he's just like, okay. Well. Yeah. Malachi just looks at Spectre. So that's where you've been all this time. Yes. Yes. It's long story. Don't want to talk about that right now. Also, things I can't quite talk about yet. Just don't t- Yeah, I know. Don't tell anyone. We got plenty of time. I mean, there's a storm, right? So, I mean, one is telling me good. Nothing else to do, right? Can you do a roll an insight check on Spectra for me, Bell? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Insight. It's a 13. As you say that, she gets a look on her face and you get the feeling it's less of a... Uh... She doesn't want to talk about it more of a... She's not supposed to. That's perhaps a story for another day. I get you. I had things I... Yeah, no, things... Certain things you can't talk about, you know. Sometimes for legal reasons, sometimes, you know, they, they make it a lot to weigh. So I get it. I got, I got a couple things like that, too, so... Vianna, how are you reacting to this conversation? What's going through your mind? I mean, I think there may have been a moment that Vi was meant to mess up on Tally of like, I know you ran some tests on us, like, for health reasons. Just make sure those didn't have nanomachines or anything. Because, like, Vi, you can, Vi's sort of getting a little more paranoid. But it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. there weren't any, right? Like, in the water or in us. Right? There's <laughs> your response back. No, no, there's, they haven't developed that kind of tech cool. yet. Of wow. course it would say that. Just kidding. <laughs> Mm. Better safe than sorry, but thanks. Anima, what's your reaction? Anima has fully moved on from the nanomachines. She couldn't care less about those. She is, however, she does have a question. Malachi, do you have any connections at Nova Station? I wish I did, but at least nothing directly. Hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Spectre, and I've been also been helping, trying to get in touch with them with verification that we have the Basilisk. We still have some more tests and information together to help further verify, but I'm pretty small-scale operation. I guess. Still, I think I might be overdue with a check-in. I realize Nova Station's kind of like a private government think tank. Except for it's ongoing and it's multiple think tanks. Even if you did, it probably wouldn't be the right department. Are you looking to get a job at Nova Station? I had one. Which that's the first y'all have heard of that. The first Spectre's heard of that. Spectre just kind of blinks to tell us like, you what? When? How? What? Hmm. If I could answer those questions, I absolutely would. And I think they may have stranded me in a hellscape. So, little bit irritated at that. 
Monstrous chooses this moment to go take some food to the people outside because she's just like, I'm just going to, I don't need to be a part of this conversation. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> needs to be part of this conversation. This is anima venting. <laughs> and I think at this point, Malachi is going to be like, I, I'm going to go check on something. <laughs> also, just kind of gets up and heads out. Just the moment of, this is a private conversation. I'll be right back. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Anima's not making a private conversation. No, Anima uh, is not. <laughs> Spectre's like, so what do you remember? Seems like you've something else has come back. Dottie and I were offered a job at Nova Station. Together. We both took it. And then nothing. It was one of the last things that happened before her. Yeah. So, either they are the reason, or they just didn't care. Or they thought you were dead. That is also a possibility, but like, you'd think? There were very few of the Ashen Guard who were colorful at all. Actually, in this part of space, they are much more colorful. Those are the Ashen Ford, the Ashen Guard, the ones in the Federation. Okay, gotcha. I stood out like a sore thumb. If they had any kind of monitoring of that side, it wouldn't be difficult to find me. If you were put in a full military position, we don't know. Do you remember your first moments in the Federation or just because mm. they may have um, kept you for a bit trying to get information or something or see if you were really having amnesia you just stepped out of a pod they called you by the number 1335 mm-hmm. and gave you orders to follow mm-hmm What's going on in Bal's mind as this conversation's going on? Do you want to roll anything to see if you can figure out what's going on here? No, because he wouldn't really get it. He just kind of enjoys eating. It's like, okay, well, not only following too much what's going on. Something's going to ask people getting all weird about it. So, yeah, she's just eating, just kind of looking between the two. It's like, this goes on. It's like, okay, well, just used to it too. So, it's really obvious he's used to moments like these. So, even though he might not know what's going on, he's used to like these kind of awkward, kind of more tense moment, so. It's hard to believe Dottie'd give up on me. Tally just kind of pipes up. I mean, they're more focused on Crucible tech at Nova Station. Maybe they didn't even know to look, and this wouldn't be the first time something bad happened at a station. Sometimes things go wrong maybe station was destroyed or shuttle was destroyed and they never found a body so after a while they just assume they're dead and kind of glances at Spectre she says this and Spectre's not saying anything but that's assuming that they looked for a body then right I mean hmm. well it depends on how close they were probably to a planet or something Anything that would get out of the orbit, the stable orbit of a planet or a star, would uh, probably either be slingshotted somewhere or 
be vaporized. Apparently, it's really easy for bodies to just vanish in space when the station explodes and no one goes to check on it for several weeks. You don't need to roll to see Spectra is still pissed off about that. Well, either way, Anna, if you think Dottie will tell you the truth when we find her, we'll be able to get the full story from her. Or at least her side of the of the story. Perhaps she was in a situation where she couldn't come looking for you. She could have been injured. She could have suffered similar memory or loss. I mean, but what really know to make is get to speak with them. So, I mean, no point kind of dwelling about it. I mean, we're going to talk to hopefully soon enough and that we can know the answers. So otherwise, we can make up, like, you know, maybe this or that or this or that. But who knows? Maybe there's a thing that's going to happen. We're not going to kind of know when we talk to them. We have ways to make sure, you know, they're telling the truth, too. So I think we do be able to make sure they'll give us the truth. So. Yeah, I guess. And it looks surprised, at least you're here now, at least you got like a good group now. So I mean what happened before is terrible, but at least like you know Avai and myself that was going like anything like that happens, like you know for sure we're gonna die trying to find you, so if it's any um consolation, I guess, like we're not just gonna leave you out somewhere. But yeah. Know, we'll find we'll find them though. But, like I said, I'll make sure that they uh tell whatever the truth is that they have, so I'm used to get the truth out of people. That's a potentially concerning statement, but maybe if we can figure out your clan, they might know something. Hmm. That's a good point. Did we ever do any research into the clan marks? I think we were going to, and then it kind of just... I mean, there was some, but then y'all got distracted, but because I've been... Had plans for how this was going to happen. As you're talking about this, because dramatic timing, Anima, you get a text from Farida. Me? Yes. Ooh. You get a message from Farida on her sim, just out of the blue. Oh. Hmm? What is Anima's ringtone? <laughs> Anima has no chosen. What, what, is, what does the ringtone sound like? Is it the default, or have you changed it to something else? Oh, it is it is a default ringtone, that's for sure. <laughs> just a bass, just a ring ring, okay. <laughs> uh, you know that I'm trying, I'm like struggling to like describe what the ringtone sounds like. It's the one that's like, ding! It's like that one. Just okay. The single okay. ping? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, so get the text and you open it, and it's a picture. You can see like, Verda has basically pushed this person's shirt up and is taking a picture of their back, and there's someone Verda. standing in the background, like, what? But the thing that also catches your attention is the marks on the back are the exact same as your clan marks. Oh. While I appreciate it, Farida, what the fuck? <laughs> I think at that, Vi sort of perks up and sees if she can, like, look to the side and try to see what shenanigans she's gotten up to this time. Uh, yeah, no, I straight up I hand my... Like... Do you guys know? Whoa, okay. Here, look at this. I bet she didn't even warn them. <laughs> my friends are invasively... Do apologize to that person for being nosy. Later. First things first. <laughs> <laughs> 
is your last name, and as you read it, a memory triggers, because uh -oh. I like being dramatic. <laughs> you don't need to roll for this. I just, I want to give it to you. So you remember, you're standing in this amphitheater-style room, as it's the day when all the people in your class is basically the day when you get selected into your clan. And there are representatives from the different clans and different families there, and you are nervous. Because, like, you've you've worked with some of the different clan people before, and, like, you, you know where you want to be, but part of you's so nervous. If, are they going to pick me, and are they going to pick me? And then that person steps up, and... I would say you're nervous to the point where you're like, you can't quite catch all that they're saying until they say, Anima, step forward. I trip a little bit when I do. Just like a little stumble. Like a puppy who hasn't quite figured out feet. You feel like all the eyes are on you. This is like, you've, you've been in this room for a while as one by one people have been selected for their clans by different members and... Because, like, in each clan, they're, like, little family units. Mm-hmm. So it's basically each family unit decides, okay, who do we want to adopt? <laughs> and this is a person that you very much enjoyed um, working with. You have shown strength, courage, and a dedication to building a better future. And that is why we wish to have you join our clan. Will you join? Yes. Then welcome, Anima Bravala, to your clan. The next week or so, a lot of time was spent getting to know your clan, but you also, like, spent a little bit of time with Dottie as well, because she was very excited and very proud of you. But, yeah, you remember your family, and you remember particularly the first person you met was named Rout. Your family unit was a very close one. You will remember the rest of the names later when I've decided what they're going to be, or we can work on that. Mm -hmm. But imagine there's probably about like five or you, you made six in your little family unit, and you would travel together a lot. Congratulations. You remember your last name. Bow, bye. You're watching as Anima just gets the thousand yard stare. Everything okay? She didn't send a, a different picture, did she? <laughs> I'm assuming Vi's like... Is this a person that I recognize? Is this a person in my family or just in the clan? Or is their face not in the picture? The person whose shirt she has lifted up is not... You can't see their face, but there's someone behind them that... They look familiar. You know they're also Marvala. They're part of a different family. Okay. They had a little bit of a different focus towards the same goal. Okay. But uh, you've, you've like met him once or twice. And you remember, oh yeah, another musical friend. <laughs> Basically, put my cousin's shirt down or so help me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> do you say that out loud? I do. I also text it to her. Cousin. You, wait, cousin? cousin? You, you remember them? <laughs> the Marvala clan. Val, you know that clan. Oh, I do? Oh. Yeah, they're... So, 
with the Ashen Forge clan, there it's like a mix of different Ashen Forge with different purpose, but it's kind of like centered around a goal. And the Marvellith clan is kind of focused on building or protecting a better future. Oh, they're cool. That's good one to be a part of. I mean, how about protecting us over that's pretty tight, so that's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> Although it's a little weird that Anima's just now remembering this to you, Bao. Yeah. It's one of those, you don't, that's not something you forget. Oh, who am I to judge? I mean, I think crazy things have happened, so I mean, something happens, you forget. I mean, the world works in mysterious ways, so I'm not going to judge you and forget. I mean, something's going to, who knows what happened. At least now you know, that's the main thing, right? So. Do Spectra and Tali know the Marvala clan? Yeah, they're familiar with it. Spectra just looks so proud of you right now. She's just so happy for you. And Tali's like, oh, 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 I know them. I know them. I know them. They're really cool. They're really cool. They, some of their families do so much cool stuff. I had no idea, but that makes so much sense. <laughs> She's like bouncing, 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 and Ty comes in just immediately hand on shoulder. I mean, at this point, can you reach out to them now, Anima? I mean, is there a way to like, you know, like, hey? I mean, yeah, we can go to where their home, I don't know if they live on a planet by themselves or with other beings, but yeah, we could go see them now that we know where their name. You're, you know, your family unit kind of traveled a lot. Yeah. My unit was a little bit uh, nomadic, I'd say. Okay. So they might be a little bit hard to find. But apparently, not for you. I was going to say, it can't be that hard if they got that picture. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Which I direct at, <laughs> at the <phone>. my <laughs> calm unit. <laughs> my... Oh. Yeah. Yeah, she's... Has yeah. Farida responded to... Put my cousin's shirt down or so help me. Yeah. <laughs> just like, sorry, I just got excited. Had to show you. Uh -huh. Also, he isn't mine. <laughs> okay, well, all right. <sighs> so, is it? What? I. Fair to ask if Marvalova is your last name. Yes! 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 There is just. A stream of dancing gifts oh. and happy emojis. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Please don't explode my unit. Fair it up. Oh, believe me, it can get worse. This is her being a bit. I think she may be slightly telling the person that they're being helpful because if, yeah, it could be worse. <laughs> Simultaneously. Yeah. <sighs> and then there's another text. So they don't recognize your name, but they'll be asking around to see if they can figure out people that know you. Tell them to ask about route. Thumbs up emoji. Okay. <laughs> and then one more dancing gif. Question, are any of the dancing gifts like her hologram? <laughs> like at a concert or something? I was going to ask, so what kind of dancing gifts are they? I feel like the answer would either be all of them are, or she feels, still feels kind of weird about that. Okay. So it's just like different cartoon gifts. Okay. Except for the last one's probably a dancing gift of her that's just like, I did it. Yeah. I did it. <laughs> well, certainly a place to start. Yeah. Yeah. Spectre's like tapping along. 
she's tapping up some messages and Tally's got her tablet has her simian on the table so she can type faster. Well, well, I guess we are in the middle of a storm. There's not much better to do. You have been listening to Board the Opal Star, an Esper Genesis 5e actual play podcast DM'd and produced by Brianna Jean as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network changing reality one story at a time. Filena is played by Alexis Workman. Anima is played by Casey Glover. Stavios is played by Shan Smith. Valimar is played by Blake Francis. And the theme music, as always, is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. If you don't want to wait to see what happens next, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.com.